You're having a threesome with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers. And now, it's complicated. Hello, Master Daters. Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. Your fave podcast for all things dating and relationships. A one-stop pod shop for the latest trends, reality TV, and celebrity couple gossip. Plus, everything we've got going on in our own love lives. We're your village, and we think you can't date or relate without us. And you should be pumped to be here because we are bringing you the expertise and guests who are filled with all the answers that'll take some guessing out of the game. Make sure you subscribe and share our pod with your friends so we can help grow the village even bigger. You can find us at It's Complicated Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tell a friend. Happy New Year. Just kidding. No, but seriously, it's a new year and we want to open the door to new beginnings and opportunities for us and you guys to win. Winning, especially when it comes to your love life. For example, football season, the second most wonderful time of the year is entering the playoffs and college basketball playoffs are about to start in March with March Madness. So the sports fans in your life are about to be talking about brackets. And brackets are just cute little tree diagrams that represent series of games played during a tournament and like the teams knock each other out. That's basically how it works. Sports. Well, we decided to mesh the two worlds of dating and sports when we found a dating bracket from Barstool Sports that we're going to break down so you can be the dating champion in your league. Don't. Get a flag thrown on your dating choices. Let's break down a dating bracket to help you guys decide when it's time to stay and play or to run the other way. So basically what happened was I found, I follow Barstool Sports and they put out a red flag bracket. I don't know why, maybe because Valentine's Day is coming up shortly. Like that's the next thing happening. But they decided to put together a bracket of red flags. And the way we're going to do it is we're going to go through. They have them already matched up for us. I mean, if you wanted to, while you listen to this, you can go to Barstool Sports, go down to one of their posts, and you'll see the brackets that say biggest dating red flags. The way this works for people like Jen, who don't understand how a bracket works, but somehow understands quarters and all kinds of other businessy stuff, you're going to have two red flags playing each other. Like, for example, being constantly late is against self-diagnosed mental problems. We will discuss to see which one we think is the worst red flag, and that will move on to the next level. And then they will play a different bracket, and then we'll slowly bring it down till we have one that we think is the worst dating red flag. Does that make sense to everybody? The champion of all red flags. Yes. Jen, does that make sense? (laughs) Yes. All right, so let's go into this dating red flags bracket. Who wants to be the uh, the announcer? Lauren, you want me to do it? You want to Ooh. do it? Who wants to like announce the bracket? Like, you do. Me it. Do it. I'll, okay, Rob, you announce. All right, I'll do it. I'll do it, and I'll try to use my best voice for bracketing, bracketeering. Is that a word? You bracket- yeah, bra- it's called bracketeering okay. for sure. All right, and definitely be an announcer. Okay, so. I don't think they have these things ranked one through 15 I don't or 16. I don't think they're in any particular order as far as like what the worst red flag is. I think they were just putting numbers next to them. So yeah. we'll just go by bracket. We don't have to tell you what numbers they are. Okay, ready? Here we go. The first bracket is, like I said, being constantly late red flag versus self-diagnosed mental problems red flag. Jen, which one do you think is the worst? 
Ooh, I think being constantly late is a mental problem. So, yeah. So I'm going to go with the overarching umbrella of all mental health problems because I think it encapsulates being constantly late. Oh, yeah, that was a weird. That was a weird layup. That was a weird layup to your answer. (laughs) That was a weird layup, and I thought you weren't going to make the shot, but then you did. Okay, so I'm going with being constantly late because. Because self-diagnosed mental problems, I mean, have the perspective that it could be somebody being like, yeah, you know what? I have anxiety, but nobody's ever told me I have. It could be that. So it's actually maybe self-awareness. Maybe self-awareness. That's what I'm thinking. Like maybe this person, at least they're able to admit what they think might be wrong with them. I think you have the the intentions of this bracket backwards. I think these are red flags for a reason. They're not like, oh, this person could be doing something well for themselves. This is not like... Things that are positive. These are things that are negative. So if you can say, I think I have anxiety, that's like a positive thing that you can be aware of, like you said. But self-diagnosed mental problems means like I've dated women who are like, I'm bipolar, I'm crazy, or I have this, or I have, you know, it's almost like they don't go to therapy, but they need to go to therapy, but they won't go to therapy because they know better than the therapist. Oh, well, if they're saying it like that, then yes, that's what we're going. All right, fine. Then I'm going to go with self-diagnosed mental problems is what. Yeah, because being late, constantly late. Well, then you just get, look, if I was dating somebody that was constantly late, I would like, I have friends that are constantly late. Then I just tell them to show up half an hour earlier than I'm going to show up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I adjust to them if if I know that's going to happen. You can't adjust to self-diagnosed mental problems. Yeah. You don't know what's coming next. True. All, All right. right. So we will say 16 wins that round or okay. that one wins I'll, that round. I'll add that in. Okay. okay. So next up is trying to be a mean girl versus being proud of a terrible attitude. Mm. Those are literally awful. <laughs> so you're getting it now. Yeah. These are red flags. These are not good things. They're all bad. Things. No. Yeah. I got it. Yuck. All right, Jen, you're first. Mm-hmm. Trying to be a mean girl versus oh. being proud of a terrible attitude. I already have, I have my answer. I mean, I literally, I think I might have to be the, like, if you guys tie, I have to split the difference. And I need to hear it from you both. Because to me, both of those are, like, equally just horrifying. Okay, so I think they're both horrible, too. But we're splitting hairs here. So I'm going proud of being a, of your terrible attitude because splitting hairs here they're proud of how what a dick they are the other one is trying to be a dick so i feel as though you're trying to be a mean girl like maybe you're not totally but you're just trying it's like a put on thing like it's a front and i think maybe you could break that down and be like hey let's be nice but being proud of that like and bragging about it to people is the next step and it's like scarier it layers it and it's scarier and i say being proud of a terrible attitude. I know people who do that. That's what it sounds like. It's like this. Well, I'm, I don't care if I'm being a bitch. I'm just being honest. No, fuck you. That's not how this works. Yeah. I hate that. Is it, that is worse for me. Is it Regina George or is it Bad Bar- Bobby, Barbie, or whatever her name is, the, the girl from Dr. Phil? You know, meet me, meet me outside, <laughs> that girl, you know? Oh, or like Nicki Minaj, as far as I'm concerned. Do you, it's like, you know, it's like, are you really, really like, like, go fuck yourself. I don't care about you, blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm the best. Like, I have a terrible attitude. Or are you just 
purposely being mean to just one person. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think. Okay, wait, I have a way of summarizing it too. Now that I've listened to all of these cases, one is sad because you're like trying to be something you're not that you might think is cool to like, I don't know why, but then the other one is like actually tragic because Mm -hmm. you are the worst Mm -hmm. and therefore you're celebrating how worse you are. But which one's which, Jen? I'm going to say to Lauren's point, I'm echoing that being proud of being terrible is worse than trying to be because one is like defending your poor character and the other one is just like kind of okay. lame. I, I would yeah. say the same thing. I would say being proud yeah. of a terrible, of a terrible attitude. Go fuck yourself. Okay. okay. So that's moving on. All right. Cool. So we already have, right. we have one bracket uh, uh, finished now. So it'll next round. We'll tell, we'll say later. Okay. okay. So the next bracket being too nice to me. Oh, being too nice to me. Versus frequent Miami trips. <laughs> so I guess we will, uh, Jen, why don't you go first on this one since we know what Jen's bias <laughs> is on this one. Okay. So I would actually say um, frequent Miami trips is worse here because I'm from there. So I have a reason to go there. But if you're going there because you want to party and like, I don't know what you're doing down there. There's a variety of options in terms of like dark and twisty mm-hmm. shit. Uh, then you probably are not dateable. Therefore you have red flags. Being too nice is just like bad judgment on like how to approach a situation. It's like, just be yourself. But the intention behind it is not so like negative. Yeah. It's not impure, if you will. I agree to everything you said. I Frequent Miami trips is worse unless... <laughs> somebody has an office there and they have to go there for work, but we're going to say, no, they just go for fun. Then frequent Miami trips is worse than being too nice because I think that it's tolerable when someone's nice. It might be annoying, but you could probably get to the bottom of like, Hey, do you not feel like you can tell me how you really feel? It could be like an easy fix. The frequent Miami trips is just like, it seems like it could be coded in trouble. Yeah. I mean, if you're freak, if you're dating somebody and they're doing frequent Miami trips, I'm guessing that means without you. And, yeah. you know, for a girl's point of view, I, I'm just assuming that's like clubs and strip clubs and drinking and cocaine that the guy is going to go do. Because I've never been in Miami. So just assume what you do down there all the time. And then for a guy's point of view on the girl, it's like, whose boat are you on? You know, like who's flying you down there? Yeah. Who's why are you yeah. going with the like eight girls and that one old guy? You know, <laughs> so. <laughs> And being too, being too nice to me is like, yeah, it can, like you said, Lauren, it can be annoying, you know, but then you can, yeah. have, you can sit them down and have a conversation with them and be like, uh, what are we doing here? You know? Right. Like, and then. Yeah. No one's ever been arrested for being too nice. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. So we all agree on frequent Miami trips wins yes. that one. Yes. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Next one is. <laughs> This one is a personal attack on all three of us. But it's funny because it's like Jen is the Miami and then you it's like I think we all are a part of like some of these. Okay. Um, Genuinely believing in astrology versus dirty white sneakers. I mean, this is both both of these are me. So if these are red flags to you, if you're a girl and these are red flags to you, then uh, I am not your person. But um, I'll go first with this one. Um, genuinely, I have my chart tattooed on my arm. 
Yeah. <laughs> here's the thing. Definitely not where you're going. Here's here's the thing about astrology and, and everything that I my argument when people are like, oh God, you believe in astrology? Do you believe in the moon? If your answer is yes, do you believe that the moon has um, any kind of gravitational pull towards our tides in the ocean? Yes. Okay. If you believe that and we're what, 60% water, then why wouldn't you believe that the moon has a force on us as well? And if you believe that the moon does, then why don't the other planets as well? Same. Same exact line of thinking, yeah. 100%. So that's believing in astrology. So I say that's a plus. And then, all right, dirty white sneakers, I get it. It's You look sloppy. You look like you might not care. Or maybe you just hike a lot. In white sneakers? Well, I do. I have white sneakers that I can't wash because it's like, don't wash these sneakers. But then now they're dirty because they're my gym sneakers and my hiking sneakers, you know? So, but they're also like really nice. They're nobles. You know, noble? Yeah. 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 They're like expensive sneakers. So I'm, I, yeah. I also wear them when I like, when I'm out at the bars and stuff. Okay. Well, see, this is where I will jump in because I believe in astrology. I'm not saying I'm like 100%. I believe that it's the energy. It, it's there. And I'm not saying I only believe in astrology as part of the energy system, but I do have a belief in it. Dirty white sneakers. Again, we're splitting hairs, but I'm going to tell Rob, if you have expensive shoes that you want to wear to a bar, don't wear them hiking. Maybe that's poor judgment. Wear a different pair of hiking. But even at the bar, they're going to get dirty. They're going to get dirty. No, like they are when you go hiking. Listen, Maybe that's they poor get judgment. dirty everywhere. Trust me, I tried wearing like white sneakers out and you walk across the driveway and they're fucking dirty. I know, but not like when you go hiking and it's dusty and then, then all of a sudden they're like a light tan color instead of white. So I'm going with dirty white sneakers because I think you – your judgment might be slightly off, not enough to not date you, but we got to pick. So your judgment is yeah. slightly off. And also I'm a very neat, clean person. So maybe I'm nervous that you are not a neat, clean person because you wear dirty white sneakers. Hey, maybe you can exactly. clean my dirty white sneakers for me. I would. Right. If I dated you, I would. And then I would buy you a new pair and tell you that one, it goes out and one goes on the dirt. Okay. Right. Jen? Okay. I'm aligned. Okay. okay. So right. dirty white sneakers wins dirty that round. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay, so the next one is bragging on Hinge about how unlikely they are to respond mm. versus only has guy friends. Ooh. Oh. Now, see, that could go both ways for guys and girls too. So bragging yeah. on Hinge about how unlikely they are to respond, which I – Guess that's the thing. And then only has guy friends. Lauren, which one? Well, if it's a girl and you only have guy friends, I think that's a huge red flag. If you're a guy and you only have guy friends, it's less of a red flag. I don't know. I'm going to challenge you on that because if you're a guy and you only have guy friends, maybe you're just not good around women or maybe you're one of those people. Well, that, or maybe you're one of those people who only thinks guys can't be friends with girls because they want to fuck them all the time. Okay, well, both reasons for if I'm a heterosexual woman and I want to date you, those don't look cute for you. Right. A, you don't aren't good around women, and you're afraid you might fuck them if you're friends with them. I'm just saying it's not it's not slightly less for a guy to only have guy friends. I think. It's well, yeah, I mean, I get. I just to me, when a girl says that she, it's like an excuse as to why 
other girls don't like her. So she blames it on other people. Like, well, girls are, they just, they're like jealous of me or they've never, I've always been more comfortable around. I think there needs to be a balance. Like, but writing on hinge about how unlikely you are to respond. It's like on the surface, it's kind of like, like fishing for a compliment, but underneath it, it's also kind of like, well, if you're not really that active on hinge and I want to date you, then I guess it's a good thing for me. Oh, interesting. Jen. Um, okay. So I agree with the whole only has guy friends situation for two reasons. Um, I actually think if a guy only has guy friends, he's improperly supervised. That is the blind leading the blind. <laughs> Go get yourself some girlfriends and she will help you. Right or drive out. you crazy. Uh, okay. Anywho. Um, so there is that, but I actually think it's probably the lesser of two evils because if you're bragging on Hinge about how unlikely they are to respond, why the hell are you on a dating app? You are not a viable prospect because you're not taking it seriously. And you're one of those people that just say you're busy for being busy. Like then you're too busy. Get off the app. Yeah, I I agree. I think the bragging, look, I think the same thing. I think if you only have guy friends, then you, if you're a guy, you need to start fucking get your emotional IQ up and start fucking meeting some women that you, that you like, they might be attractive, but put your fucking, you know, balls back in your pants. Like fucking, you, you don't have to fuck everybody. Not everybody wants to fuck you, buddy. And then if you're a girl that only has guy friends, that's a red flag for me because it's like, all right, well, <laughs> maybe all your guy friends want to fuck you. Also, you, if you're that bad, that girls don't want to be friends with you, like no girls want to be friends with you, then that's, you got to look at you. Who's the yeah. problem? Who's yeah. the problem? Well, who, which one's worse? What are you saying is worse? I think the bragging on Hinge is worse because that you're purposely being like, well, I might not respond. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, uh, don't. Yeah, you know. like playing playing hardcore games. No, you're just being like a egotistical asshole who's like making them already feel like they're not important. You know? Yeah. yeah. So it's okay. like if you're so already if you're already being that kind of like big cock in the room. I'm the fucking best. I might, I might have time for you. I might not have time for you. Like go right. fuck yourself. Right. I agree. Or even if you're, and if you're a girl too, what don't waste my fucking time. Why are you even doing? All right. Yeah. So three. So that one bragging. So that's what we agreed. Or? Yes. Okay. Agreed. All right. Next is being proud of just being ignorant on something and chameleon personality. Ooh. <sighs> I'll go first on this one. Okay. I, I'm, I'm an ignorance is bliss type of guy. So I, if I don't know about something, then it's not the proud. I just say, I'm like, I'd rather not know if I don't, if I don't want to know about it, I'd rather not know about it. Does that make sense? Or what if you're, are you able to in a conversation then if someone's like talking about something and you can say like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what that is. What is that? What does that mean? I've never heard that before. Like you don't have a problem doing that. Right. I guess it's, no, I don't have a problem doing that. And I like learning, but I don't know if that this thing is also saying like, you know, if you were talking about astrology and I'd be like, nope, don't care. I don't know about it, but it's stupid, but I don't want to learn about it. Even though I think it's stupid. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The chameleon personality that fucks with me because I don't like, I like to know who you are. I don't want to fucking be guessing all the time. And I hate when you fucking go into a room and become somebody completely different, you know? Yeah. You don't know what you're going to get. You don't know if you're hanging out with these people, you're going to act like these people. If you're going well with, 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 
it's not just being easygoing. I would like to say that like some people are proud about being a chameleon, but it's actually like you're doing it. Why do chameleons actually change their colors for safety? So that means you don't feel safe in your own skin. Therefore, you adapt to somebody else's skin. Not into that. Go yeah, to go to therapy. Well, yeah. I mean, what if you what if you're hanging out with people that only fucking listen to the Grateful Dead and smoke weed, and then only do mushrooms, and then only drink, and then only and now only do sound baths? Like you're just gonna keep going and like jumping around. <laughs> Don't attack sound baths. Only okay. do sound baths. You know, like you you can't. Just yeah, keep you're like jumping around. Extreme. Right. Yeah. All right. So what do you guys vote? I, I mean, I vote chameleon personality after listening to you guys. Because both of them seem kind of like like not super dangerous to me, but being proud of being ignorant about something's kind of like I don't know. It's kind of feels to me like being proud of a terrible attitude. But I think the chameleon personality, yeah. I mean, I think that is probably worse. Okay, so we, Jen, you agree? I think also just. The being proud about being ignorant on something, it could go two ways. So you could be proud about it in acknowledging you don't know something. Therefore, like to your point, Rob, you could be curious and ask. But then there is the flip side where you're being proud about like not actually being curious about life or not knowing stuff. And it's like, is that something you even want to admit that you don't know? And you're this many years old and you're only finding that out. I like those memes that were like, I was today years old when I learned that X. But- I'm going to just soften that one by saying it's more an acknowledgement of what you don't know. And you could use it to your benefit by asking somebody to teach. you. Well, I think it's more red flaggy in the sense like, like MAGA, you know, it's like, they don't want to know about critical race theory. They don't want to know about, you know, science. So it's like, but then being proud of it, being like, we don't need that. You know what I mean? So that's, I think. Chameleon chameleon still still worse. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as far as dating goes right yeah and just to be fair if uh, somebody is listening to this and is on the other side of the spectrum politically the other side does it too so you could go both ways it's just the one side don't don't yeah (laughs) all right don't moving right along just saying some people think well don't i don't really care what they used to say about vaccinations it's still true like all right not not really still true but anyway so Last one for the sweet 16, guys. No, we have two more. One bracket. Two brackets. That's why I'm running this. You just sit back and answer questions. All right. Well, yeah, but the last verse is, oh, yes, okay. I see. So, worshiping a celebrity versus has no hobbies, Jen. Oh. Okay. So, I think having no hobbies is not a horrible red flag. I think maybe somebody has been focusing on one thing versus like exploring other things. Maybe they work really hard so they don't have time for hobbies or maybe they haven't been inspired to find their hobbies or don't know what they can do, whatever. Worshipping a celebrity. I think that is lame (laughs) because why do you care about somebody else that much? And um, I just think it's like a poor use of time. So maybe worshiping a celebrity is their hobby. It's worse than having that's their hobby, but like get one of your own to better yourself versus somebody else's life. Yeah. I agree. Worshiping is a very strong word and has no hobbies. Isn't as strong sounding like has no hobbies could just mean, well, maybe they don't have any right now, but you could get them into them. Worshiping a celebrity is like an obsession. And do you have an obsessive personality? And then how else is that going to manifest itself into our relationship? So I say worshiping a celebrity worse. 
I, yeah. I'm going to be the minority and say has no hobbies is worse. I, like worshiping, and they have a picture of Taylor Swift here and everybody's worshiping Taylor Swift right now, but it's kind of something you can use when you're dating to like, if you, there's nothing else to talk about or if like, like there's somebody that I'm, that I flirt with and I will send them like Taylor Swift memes. You know what I mean? And it's like, I know that they love Taylor Swift. Well, so if she doesn't, this person doesn't worship Taylor Swift. Like no, is worship. like going to every single concert worship. and like worship. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there like that. It's actually, it's, a, it's okay. Rampant. Well, you lose out because this is a democracy. So worshiping. I know I said I, I lose out, but let me explain yeah. that has no hobbies. My, my reason okay. is because uh, if you don't have hobbies, then you're probably fucking bored and complaining and, and like probably in my shit a lot. And like, if I have hobbies, you're probably trying to jump onto those. And maybe there's something I want to do by myself. And maybe you start attaching yourself codependently to me because now you have stuff maybe i'm your hobby now you know what i mean yeah that's a good point so well i'll say this daniel told me i don't have hobbies not in the way that he looks at hobbies and i was like oh you mean just hanging out with friends isn't a hobby or wine tasting isn't a hobby he's like those aren't (laughs) hobbies i was like oh going to the gym sometimes isn't a hobby he's like no not a hobby also sales you know what i mean like right and he motorcycles and he does car stuff. He's got like a thousand million hobbies. But because I don't have a particular obsession, I am now open to lots of other things. I want to learn pickleball. I want to do like pottery classes. I want to do dance classes. I want to do all these things. It's not that I don't have one because I have no interests. It's more that I'm like, which one would yeah. I pick? How do I? I don't have hobbies. Yeah. I don't have hobbies. But like I do, but I'm, I'm okay by myself and I do stuff. Do you know what I mean? I'm not sitting on my couch being like twiddling my thumb. Sure. We're not a blob. Huh? We're not a blob. Right. We're not a blob. But if you're dating somebody who has no hobbies and they are a blob, that's a red flag. What about if somebody has too many hobbies and you're like, uh, how do we do all these and do I have to go to them? Yeah, I guess that's another conversation. I'd still say has no hobbies is worse than worshiping a celebrity. But you guys think worshiping a celebrity. So we'll- it just sounds a little immature, worshiping a celebrity yes. too. And like, exactly. we all want it's, a little okay. it's juvenile for sure. Okay. So last one. Using TikTok slang in real life. <laughs> versus has a filthy car interior. Lauren, <laughs> we already know which one I think yours is. I think has a filthy car interior. Jen, I love you, but yeah, <laughs> I would. <laughs> I don't yes, want to worry. I'm ready to Oh, yeah. really? I, I would not have expected that. I have a rug in there. I don't know why. Oh my God. <laughs> my friend came into my car. She has two boys and I have two young boys and She's like, how the fuck is your car this clean? My kids have ruined the inside of my car. I'm like, because I clean it. She's like, I, I don't understand. Anyway. that's I would not expect Jen for you to have a dirty car. It's this, it's this dead defense. body closet. It's, not my it's the yet. dead body closet and the dirty yeah. car that like are your little hidden secrets. Jen's yeah. brain is very organized, but her life is not like her surroundings. They're not like, she's not a horror I, she, at all. She just doesn't, it's not, not neurotic like me. She says like she has things a are blood. out and she just doesn't really care. It's like, it is what it is. She'll get to it. Like she wants to organize it and she probably will, but some stuff is just like in a cute pile, but not like put away. She said she had a rug in her car. Well, her car is like very disorganized, but her house isn't like a hoarder or anything. It's just not like. Um, We're talking about her car. No, I know what I'm just saying. In general, it's an extension, yeah, it's a, an extent, and that's why a filthy car interior to me is a red flag because 
it's an extension. And so that is worse for me using TikTok slang in real life. It's a little juvenile like the last one, but like, I'm like, whatever. I mean, are you only going to be TikTok slang like 100% of your words? Probably not. Also, what is TikTok slang? Like, give me an example. Uh, I see, I see TikTok slang as like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's like, you know, I think like, like my friend, what is it? My friend right now, Josh is like, I won't pet that dog. I want to pet that dog. Like, have you seen that TikTok? Oh, okay. So you're just like quoting little funny snippets. They like make up language. uh, Like what, Jen? You're in this world more than us. Give us. Okay, I'll explain. It's kind of like how we say doing sex or whatever. Like we have sayings, but like ours are the same for the last 10 years. We don't evolve. Theirs every day is a new word. Like apparently vanilla is like beige. But it's not vanilla in like the sexual capacity. So I'm like, I'm sorry, the word and its meaning like changed. Riz? Is Riz I something? Mean, so vanilla, yeah. hold on, Jen, what do you mean? How do people use vanilla now? Um, Like your outfit's vanilla. Like it's boring. No, it's just beige. Oh, so it just means beige. But vanilla is not beige. Right. Vanilla is either brown or cream. Okay. Lesser point. Whatever. The point is, is it's a term. And, and like Riz, right? Yeah. What's that? Charisma. What's Riz? I don't know what it means. And drip. What's that? what's Riz? What oh, does it Riz mean, means you have charisma. Oh, right. You've got, you got the Riz. You got Riz. I don't like that. Okay. And then drip. Right, drip is like your necklaces and your wardrobe. Like, oh, see, I like this because it reminds me of like where I grew up and like people had little cute slang terms. And I always thought guys that spoke that way were hot. So I'm into TikTok slang. I actually might be a plus for me. No filthy car interior. Goodbye. All right, Jen. Okay. So I will explain the filthy car interior. It's not actually <laughs> filthy. It's just like a closet explosion. It's my Amazon return center. It is also a pair of sneakers. It, actually, my trunk is quite organized. I have an organizer, in fact, that has useful things in the organizer. Yeah, but it's but still kind of because a I don't mess. go in my car. I don't go in my car ever, maybe once a week or like to go to a workout sometimes. But because it's not top of my like chain of things I need to get done in this like spectrum of the world, it's like the last thing I'm going to do. And then also my car is far. I have to carry things in. Okay, but it's just Jen, annoying. Is so, your car yeah. a slight extension of your rooms in your house, in your desk? Um, yes. Okay. So I have too much stuff I know, and then not places to put it. My point is, is so then it could. So yes. And your reasons are good. You're not just like a lazy hoarder, but it is an extension like for you too. So think, keep that in mind. So you, yeah. you think. However. However, I think in this case, because it's not filthy, uh, I I do agree with like a filthy car. And like when people is also a relative term. True, but I do think in my case, it's not filthy. It's just like kind of a little chaos. But um, in if I were dating a guy and I got in his car, even if he picked me up and was doing chivalry, but he had Cheetos that were broken or like cans and things, I would be completely horrified. Because one, he didn't try and it's like kind of that. And and it's like the messy head, messy bed thing. And I just be like disgusted so much that like I probably couldn't get past it. But I do think also, so I'm going to say that it is worse. I'm going to agree with you because of that, not because of myself, of course, but somebody else being filthy. Um, But I think on the TikTok slang, like it is only marginally less worse because hopefully you can tell somebody like, 
please stop. You sound like a child. And like, if you're on TikTok that much and you're using those things, like you are Gen Z, we need to evaluate where you're at in life. (laughs) But the dirtiness, it's like, oh no, you need to go get some psychiatric support. I agree. I think I look, it, it doesn't say, it doesn't say using TikTok slang all the time in real life. So like if they, if that was like their only vocabulary and they were like constantly using TikTok slang to the point where I was like, it might as well be Italian, you know, like I don't understand what the fuck they're saying. Then that might be. A, I was going to say what the fuck, but I get what you mean. But now. then that might be a, that might be a turnoff. But I have had real life. Ex- I can only say this because I have real life experience of like, look, if I'm picking up a girl for dinner, one of the first things I'm doing is going to get my car washed and cleaned out. Right. Because I want to make sure I'm presenting the best version of her chariot and myself at the same time. I've gotten in girls' cars where they're like, let me give you, which, by the way, this is funny. My friend who's out here was like, she said she saw a list of like things people only say in LA. And one of them was, let me drive you to your car. And it was like, (laughs) it was like, oh yeah, because we don't walk anywhere. But people do that all the time. And I remember a girl that I thought was really cute drove me to my car and I like had to move shit out of her front seat and like put it in the back. And then she had to like throw her bra and stuff, you know, and her all that. And I was like, "Mm, I don't find you as, as cute anymore. I mean, she's still cute, but I was like, ah, that's a turnoff. It was a turnoff. You don't like filthy car interior either. Yes. That one. Yes. Okay. Now, so now that we've done this, the elite eight, we are, are we going to the final four? No, we didn't. We didn't, think, we'll we be didn't back. do the elite eight because things now we've made it. We've, we've formed the elite eight. Yeah. We formed the elite eight. The winners are self-diagnosed mental problems, being proud of a terrible attitude, bragging on hinge about how unlikely you are to respond. Chameleon personality, frequent Miami trips, dirty white sneakers, Worshipping a celeb and filthy car interior. Those will be playing each other on our next episode where we get to the uh, final four and then the championship and then the winner. Yeah. So we're going to break down the rest of them on the next episode. But we, those ones, I'm pretty, I'm pretty solid on these ones. I think they're pretty good and they're very red flaggy. Well, you guys, you probably have lots of opinions as well. So please write to us. Tell us what you think about our choices or your thoughts on all these various red flags that we've narrowed down. You can talk to us at Complicated Show on Instagram, and we'll be back with more dating and relationshipy stuff. And as Lauren said, the winner of the red flag finals. And if you want to follow me on social media, you can at Jennifer Golden. You can follow me at Forever's Evers, F-O-R-E-V-E-R-S-E-V-O-R-S on Instagram. And you can follow me at Lauren Leonelli on all the social medias. And we'll be back. Bye. Thank you for listening to It's Complicated. And now that we're going steady, come back next week for another date with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli and Rob Evers.